Welcome to iPad Pros, the show all about professionals using the iPad to be productive and get work done. Today's episode is all about creating templates for publishing this podcast to WordPress. I use an app called Editorial, and in today's episode, I'll be sharing what the app is, what actions I'm using to build out this template, how the actions talk to each other, and some other notes that should help you in building out your own templates. A quick note before we get started, the next episode, we're going to have the developer of LumaFusion on to talk about their amazing video editing app for iOS. So stay tuned for episode three, where we'll be diving into that. But for now, let's get into editorial. So first off, what is editorial? So I thought the best way to describe it is just simply by using the developer's description. So according to the developer, this is how they describe their own app. Editorial is a plain text editor for iOS with great markdown support and powerful automation tools. Make yourself at home with custom workflows, snippets, templates, and themes. Whether you write personal notes, to-do lists, blog posts, screenplays, or your next novel, Editorial provides powerful productivity tools without getting in your way. So that's their basic overview of what the app is. It's a text editor with markdown support, and it has some customization options and some power with workflow snippets, templates, and themes. So with that said, what do they say about templates, which is what we're really going to be diving into today's show. So here's their description of templating, which is something that I found incredibly powerful in this app. Tired of copying, pasting boilerplate text? Simply create a template so you don't have to start from scratch every time you create a new document. Templates are full-fledged workflows, so they can include variables such as the time and date, clipboard. You can even make templates that are based on Python scripts for maximum flexibility. With that said, let's dig into the template that I've created for this show, and I'm going to walk through the actions I'm using and then how I'm using these actions, and hopefully through this, you will have some ideas of your own as far as what templates you can create for yourself. So the first action I want to talk about is the open URL. This is a very simple action that allows you to open a URL in either the built-in browser or Safari. If you're doing the built-in browser, there are some advanced features as far as which tab it opens in, and you're able to assign different tabs to different pieces of your workflow you're creating. The next action I'm using is the request text input action. And you can name each of these different actions something if you'd like. And this I find really helpful for this action in particular, where I can name the action of what it what it, this action is reminding me to do. So if this action is reminding me to copy and paste the text of the episode title, I can say copy the episode title as the action title. So that is something I find really helpful. You have the option for single line or multi-line input here. The next action I'm using is set variable. This is really powerful. This allows you to save an action output as an easy to input variable you can use to build out a larger text document. So you're able to request the text input and save that text input as a variable you use for later on in the workflow. The fourth action I use is generate text. This allows you to combine templated standard text that is used in every output, things like for feedback, send that to iPadProsPodcast at gmail.com. That's something I would say in every show. So I could have that in there as a standard template, and I can combine that with these variables that I created. So I've got these different variables that I'm creating earlier on in the workflow, and I'm allowed to combine all of this in this generated text action 
which then I use the share text or URL action to share that final text output to the share sheet where I can use workflow or another app to continue on with the text I created with this template. So those are the five main actions I'm using to build out these templates or this template, I should say. So here's how I'm actually using those actions. What I discovered as I was building out this template, this workflow with editorial, is that what I'm really doing is going through the process of posting an episode of this podcast. As I run this workflow, it takes me to URLs that I need to visit in the process of posting this episode. So the first thing it does is it takes me to YouTube, the YouTube upload page where I upload a version of it of this podcast to YouTube. What I discovered is Every step of posting the podcast, I can just build into this template and it will remind me to do X thing, such as upload this version of the podcast to YouTube. And then it reminds me, hey, from here, you need to copy the resulting URL file from YouTube to be used in this template. Then it asks me for the video extras YouTube link. So that's a reminder, hey, here's where you need to paste in the video's extra link. And if there's not an extras video for this episode, I can also at the time just enter the text into this template coming soon or not available for this episode. So it's flexible to allow for a link or if a video's extra is not something a part of that episode, I can just make a note about that. This part of the process. It's taking me to YouTube, telling me, hey, upload that video or two videos and grab the links and paste them into this template. So it saves both of those links as variables to be used in the final text output. It then takes me to a different web page with Pippa. And Pippa is, as you know from the first episode, where I upload my podcast for distribution. So it'll take me to Pippa where I can then, just as as I did with YouTube, upload my podcast to Pippa. So what this workflow does is it walks me through all the different pages and steps I need to be doing to finalize and post my podcast. Really powerful to just get rid of the cognizant load to need to remember, hey, go here, then go here, then go here. Instead, the app is walking me through each of these steps and reminding me to do things as I go to those places. At Pippa, I'm uploading the podcast, filling out all the things you would on the Pippa site. It then asks me for the description of the episode. So I'll copy out of Pippa into this template, uh, the description of that episode, which will be then used later on in this template. It's just a reminder, hey, here's the next step in the process to post this this podcast. It then asks me for links and show notes, which I'm able to copy from Ulysses. I am able to open up Ulysses from this workflow, but I have not programmed it as such. There is a URL scheme in which you could do that, but it's enough for me to just have a reminder, hey, it's asking me for links and show notes. I can use either split screen or slide over to have Ulysses there as a third app to just copy and paste the text from. And that is something I should also note is I tend to like to use the Safari app to carry out this workflow. The the main reason is I do really like having the split screen multitasking interface to have on one third of the screen or so the template that's walking things through, asking me for different steps as I'm going through this. And then the other two thirds of the screen, I've got Safari open with the tasks uh, that I'm running and executing. And then I can have slide over be there for the files app or Ulysses as I'm uploading different files and doing things to to get this episode out there. So 
Now that I've copied the links and show notes, I'm able to do the generate text action and input all these variables in the place. And that includes the episode description, standard text requesting reviews and where to send feedback, followed by the embed codes for both YouTube videos with headers. So everything looks really nice. I've got headers that are standard that I put in there, HTML codes, which in this case I'm using Markdown, which are carried out into WordPress. And again, instead of embed codes, I'm able to just use YouTube links because WordPress spits out YouTube links as embeds, which is really nice. If they were embed codes, though, I could just use the YouTube code and I could find the YouTube code, the very ending of the YouTube URL, and put those in and it would output the right embed code for that week's show, which is really, really amazing. The generated text is then sent to a share sheet to be used in the Workflow app. And the Workflow app is now owned by Apple and there's some really powerful things you can do in there, such as sending things to WordPress. And I've got a whole workflow for taking this editorial text and sending it out to WordPress in a really cool looking format where it's got the featured image there and it's just ready to go and perfect. It's really quick and easy. Some notes before we wrap up this episode is that there is the ability to pause an action before it's carried out. But what I discovered in my testing is on iOS 11, at least during this beta process, that feature is only enabled once. So I wasn't able to really depend on that working. So instead, I used used the request text input instead of get the clipboard. You do have an action where you could just get the clipboard, which is really cool where you could just, hey, go to this URL. We're going to pause it. You're going to copy some text. You're going to unpause it with this little user interface button that unpauses it. It'll then paste that text into your a template and move on to the next step where it then brings you to another URL to copy some different text. But that was not working with iOS 11, so I went this different route. The other thing of note is drag and drop is working great between Safari and Editorial, and that is something I'm using quite a bit of to the text between one thing to another and really am finding that quite nice. So that is editorial and how I'm using to post episodes for this podcast. I'm sure this will be fine-tuned as things go on, but it's been a really cool process of discovering what automation can be done on the iPad and just how powerful something like this template can be. This is something that I'm sure I could do on a Mac, but this was just super easy to build. And the process of this just bringing me from one step to the next step and having custom requests for what I need to make this template be done as far as links and descriptions and texts and uh, links for the show notes. It's been really powerful and something that I'm going to be exploring where else I can use editorial. There's all sorts of other features in editorial, but those are the five main actions that I'm using. You can get crazy automated with Python scripts and other things that that app supports. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope these just five simple actions have given you some ideas on how you can create your own template. And this may be something you do for work where you've got a report that you need to generate every week. And maybe you can use editorial to create that report. There's a lot more features in editorial. There is actually a text editor within here as well. I don't use it as that. I use Ulysses as my text editor. But you could use it, and this will allow you to save files. It allows things like automating the file name to 
be your current date along with some other standard things. So I hope this episode has been helpful for you uh, visualizing some different things for you creating your own template. As with the last episode, there will be a video extra for this episode where I walk you through what it is to post an episode of this podcast using this workflow I created with an editorial. So I'm going to be actually recording my process of posting this episode, and that will be available as a video extra available at iPadPros.net. So visit there for the video extra for this episode. With that, thank you so much for listening. And as a reminder, episode three coming soon with LumaFusion developer and it's going to be fantastic to hear all about what LumaFusion can do because it can do quite a lot and what's coming to LumaFusion for iOS. One of the most powerful uh, video editors I've seen out there for the iPad. With that, thank you so much for listening. If you have the time, please review the show on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. You can send any feedback or questions you have to iPadProsPodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at tchatton or the show's handle is at iPadProsPodcast. Thanks for listening. We'll be back real soon.